1: My name is Mike Gergoni, and I am Omatep Duskwalker, owner and proprietor of Duskwalker Import and Export TM, as seen on the popular Twitter handle An Important NPC. He can be heard semi-weekly on the podcast Material Components. He doesn't show up every episode, but a lot of them. Alright,
0: so see what's through here. Whoa. I thought this was a closet it's a store what is going on here
1: greetings greetings my friend welcome 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 to duskwalker import and export tm i see you are a new customer welcome welcome
0: i you could say that i was running from some bandits and thought was was either the closet or the staircase case, okay, so and...
1: <laughs> of course, of course. Common misconception. No, no. And we are all running from something, don't you know? But thankfully, here at Duskwalker Import and Export TM, all you're really running from is the amazing deals here on these shallows.
0: Does it, you do seem to have quite a lot of everything. I think I've heard of mention of the store in several different places. Does it exist in more than one reality?
1: Well, you could say that it exists in its own sort of Sub-reality. You know, uh, Bags of Holding? Yes. It's like that, but a lot bigger. And there's air in here, so that's nice.
0: Huh. Rather interesting. and fortunate that I came upon this. Things were about to get really messy.
1: Oh, that would be a terrible shame if things were to get, uh, messy.
0: I would have been fine. My name's Estra, by the way.
1: Esther, it is a pleasure to meet you. As I said in my opening spiel, I am Omotep Duskwalker, owner and proprietor of this, my fine establishment, Duskwalker Import and Export TM.
0: And how long have you been the proprietor of this store?
1: (laughs) Well, that is a bit of a long story, and time is a little mm, silly in here, you might say. Uh, It's more of a question of, well, okay, what year is it where you're from?
0: Honestly, I'm not sure. I sometimes... So, I travel between the worlds sometimes on accident. I'm not 100% sure exactly where I was when I had turned on from bandits.
1: What an incredible coincidence. I find myself in a very similar predicament, traveling from world to world, but thankfully, my shop generally follows.
0: That's good. It's always nice to have a place to return to. Has it always been yours, or was it someone else's?
1: Well, it didn't always look so big and vast as the giant warehouse you find yourself in right now. Once upon a time, believe it or not, I drove around in a little cart. It was, of course, bigger on the inside, but a cart nonetheless.
0: Is this your magic that makes it larger?
1: <laughs> no, that involves several deals that I have made over the years. Uh, there was the Hag Queen, Miss Nevin. There was, of course, the Queen of Night and Magic, Mab. There was that one crazy weekend I spent with Oberon and Puck. Whew, less we talk about that, the better, though.
0: So you travel a lot and deal with a lot of interesting people.
1: Oh, of course. I have met many, many interesting folk. I have met a gnoll warlord on the planet of Athis. I met a a wizard who conjured, I think it was my soul, to identify items. I have even been to a very strange planet called, I think it's pronounced Yarth?
0: I think I've heard of that one. I didn't believe it existed, though. (laughs)
1: I barely believed it either, but believe you me, their cash spends just as good.
0: Fair enough. I imagine you have quite a few interesting stories to tell, either to your own or from others.
1: This is very true. I could tell you about the time that I stole a dragon's hoard from underneath his nose. I could tell you about the time that I managed to purloin a certain ruby rod from a king of the Nine Hills. Heck... I could even tell you about the time that I sold a pair of glasses to a cyclops.
0: I don't know which one. I want to hear more.
1: <laughs> yes, it is a long and storied history here at Duskwalker Import and Export, TM. But tell me, uh, what is it that brings you here? You said you were being chased by bandits, but what is it that you are looking for? What can I help you find? There are many fine, wondrous objects here.
0: Not even entirely sure. I'm used to wandering. I haven't needed much for a while.
1: Well, we have all manner of potions that are excellent for wanderers. Of course, you will find them over here on the potion racks. We have potions from the lesser potion of healing to the superior potion of healing for those who wish to spend a great deal of money. Eh? Yes, maybe. Do you have a great deal of money?
0: Oh, unfortunately not on me. I left it in the camp of wherever I was before I... Found myself in the middle of a well armed bandit camp.
1: Oh, no money then. Well.
0: <laughs> Unfortunately, perhaps another time then.
1: This is okay though, because this lets me introduce the second form of currency we use here at Dustcocker Import and Export TM, and that is juicy information.
0: I was about to ask you about the information myself.
1: Oh, well, of course. That is another fine thing we have for sale here. What could I do for you?
0: Depends. What worlds have you had access to? I'm. Like I said, I wander the world sometimes. Usually it's intentionally, but every once in a while I'll have somehow insulted the deity and they'll accidentally cause me to warp into another world with no explanation.
1: <laughs> you and I have a great deal in common, I think.
0: Probably it. Hopefully, not too many things. <laughs>
1: Well, where to start? Where to start? Of course, there is Toril, you know, the Forgotten Realms. Everyone's always forgetting those things.
0: Yeah, true. I found them rather charming, if a bit strange at times.
1: <laughs> Once while I was there, I stole my way into the Horde of a Dragon. Now, what I didn't realize at the time is that what I thought was the Horde of a Silver Dragon was actually a mated pair, a gold and silver dragon. Thankfully, the gold dragon, who was still home at the time, thought my whole escapade was rather amusing and let me walk away with a mere half of the silver dragon's horde. She thought it would teach her mate a lesson.
0: That's impressive. Most people never make it out of a dragon's turtle life, much less with anything. I imagine you can talk yourself into a lot of things.
1: <laughs> the trick, in my experience, is to make the dragon laugh. I
0: have to keep that in mind. I often have to deal with dragons... <laughs> never quite tried that strategy.
1: Now, I wouldn't recommend tickling them, but if you know a good knock-knock joke, sometimes that works.
0: Oh, yes, no, ne- never tickle dragons, especially when they're sleeping. Someone keeps wandering around recommending that to people, and I'm like, that, no, that's a really good way to get eaten in a single bite.
1: <laughs> I wonder who could be telling people that. We may never know.
0: I don't know, but if I find him, he won't be around for much longer.
1: Of course, after Toril, I found my way to Athas. Do you know Athas?
0: Oh, slightly. I think I had I know some people there.
1: They call it the Plain beneath the Dark Sun. Not exactly a nice place to hang out on a weekend.
0: Oh, no, not really.
1: And I happened to be there just after the fall of the God King of Tear. It was a whole thing, everyone rushing around saying, Hey, this is a free city now. No, I'm going to be the new Sorcerer King. Ah, but I'm turning into a dragon. It was a whole debacle.
0: Sounds like it.
1: That was back when I had my cart, mind you, so I was able to move around a little bit more.
0: Trudeau carts are significantly easier to relocate than buildings, but I definitely get the feeling there is much more to this building than meets the eye.
1: You are not wrong. I had that bit of a list just a moment ago of all the people who helped make this store possible. Well, let me tell you, it was more than a few arm twists and favors trading back and forth to make all of this possible.
0: I can imagine, but the key to favorites is finding the right people to ask of them.
1: Very true, very true.
0: I deal a lot in favorites. I came from a world that fell because... No one stepped up to save it in time, so I keep an eye on things, make sure that that doesn't happen with another world.
1: Hmm. You're doing a dang sight better than I am. You see the world I'm originally from? Well, look at me just talking about this. I don't think I've ever told anybody this. The world I'm originally from, it was a little bit like that one. It was controlled by this emperor guy. He wanted to become a god. It was kind of a thing. Mind you, back then I had a little bit of a reputation. Uh, this was before the shop, mind you. During what I like to call my... Acquisition phase.
0: And you were gathering the items that would populate your shop, I'm assuming?
1: Sure, yeah, yeah, let's go with that. That's exactly what was happening. Anyway, this emperor, he wants to become a god. And... You know, there's lots of ways to do that, but the way this guy figured it out was through a certain sort of alchemy. Unfortunately, that required, well, god juice is the way I always put it just to piss him off, but the blood of a god is what he needed.
0: That's no easy thing to get.
1: Yeah, it's almost like you would need to find some kind of master thief to get that sort of thing, eh?
0: He hired you to get it, didn't he?
1: In so many words, yes.
0: And how did that go?
1: If by hired, you mean put a spear in my back, pushed me out the door and said, if you don't get this, my personal bodyguard is going to kill you.
0: Charming, fellow.
1: Uh, yes, I should say so. Thankfully, the bodyguard was a bit more charming. Riza was her name. Oh. Indeed. And uh, of course, tracking down a god is no small feat, But that is what the two of us were set out to do.
0: And how exactly did you go about it? Were you looking for a particular god, or...?
1: Well, not precisely. You see, Riza, she had never been, uh, out the front door, as it were. And I tried to shake her more than a few times. There was the bit on Sigil, where she tried to stab the Lady of Pain... There was the bit on Eberron where we had to hitch a ride off of some Yankee and their red dragons. Eventually, we found our way to the Astral Sea, and that got us to Toril. And eventually, we found our way over to Mount Celestia. It was a whole escapade.
0: Sounds like it.
1: (laughs) But, uh, in that time, thankfully, Riza she softened a little bit. When she got out to see the wider world, more than just the Emperor would let her see, it, uh... Changed her view on certain things.
0: Like the Emperor's plan to become a god. Well,
1: she saw a thing or two about what some of the power mad, crazier gods had done out in the multiverse, and you know, when somebody goes and becomes a god, it's really sort of a coin flip whether they go, you know, full crazy Vecna, or end up okay like the Raven Queen.
0: That is reality I'm rather familiar with. <laughs>
1: But, of course, by the time we tracked down the god, I think the Emperor had figured out a thing or two about my own persuasions where Riza was concerned. She didn't exactly make it out of that situation, unfortunately.
0: Sorry to hear that. Well,
1: the good news is, I did end up stealing a god, so, you know, it sort of worked out. How? Well, okay. I say I stole a god. It's mostly a marketing thing. Really, the god decided to come with me. Uh, You might have seen the monkey on your way in? Yes. Yes, that was Alexander. Okay. Technically a god.
0: Technically. I'm assuming not in the shop, at least.
1: Well, the shop gets a little weird, but needless to say, the two of us are sort of on the run. From different emperors, both of which kind of hate our guts.
0: I imagine the your emperor hates you because you didn't do what he tried to make you do.
1: (laughs) This is very true. Alexander's Emperor is a little bit mad because, oh, what was it? I think it was the time he ran and found the Pillars of Creation and then decided to pee on them. Is that right, Alexander? Yes, yes, okay, yeah, yep, that was it. When he peed on the Pillars of Creation, that was the thing.
0: That's disgusting.
1: Well, look, he thought it was funny at the time.
0: I guess I could get that, but it's it's an impressive thing that he's still alive after that.
1: <laughs> well, that is why we found the shop, honestly. Thankfully, this place, like I said, a little bit like a bag of holding. It's not here, it's not there, it's not really anywhere. And when you're not really anywhere, it's really tough for people to want to kill you to find you.
0: I can imagine. And <laughs> how long have you... Well, no, you already said time works weird here.
1: It's been a long time. Let's just leave it at that.
0: Fair enough. I know how that is. Time between realms is definitely a strange thing. I was in the world not all too long ago and I met a friend there, and then I went to go back and realized that it had been 50 years.
1: Oof, don't you just hate it when that happens?
0: Yes, it was rather unfortunate going to see how she was doing. We got along rather well, but guess fate decided that wasn't meant to be. Oh, well. Ah,
1: fate. I don't truck with her whole fate thing. You make your own destiny. That's how this works.
0: Oh, that—that that is true, but I, think, I believe in fate to a certain extent, but I also believe that you can choose your fate.
1: Well, here's hoping. <laughs> I've got a couple of angry gods that might be thinking otherwise. Sounds like you do, too.
0: Oh, no, I don't think I'll have anything to worry about for a while. It would be no? quite something if I did.
1: <laughs> Most excellent. I suppose you do not have a trans-dimensional magic shop that helps you stay safe from all the people you have made angry over the multiverse?
0: No, I'm just particularly hard to kill and can claim asylum at pretty much any god. Well,
1: that is a very
0: handy. I've helped them all out in the past before. Some are a little less happy about it, so I avoid it if possible, but...
1: I don't suppose this unique ability of yours would be something you'd be willing to part with, say for some coin?
0: Unfortunately, that's not something that could work. It's a deal we struck when I first came into a world that had gods. Mm.
1: Well, look, mortgages are passed between banks all the time. I am sure something as simple as a deal can be transferred as well
0: you can go back in time and help the gods through some tricky situations before they went back behind their special little veil that's not going to work but being able to say you're a friend of Istra's can help a lot hmm. that
1: freaking divine gate always mucking things up
0: they tried to make me go behind it but i was like mm, nope i'm good i would much rather <laughs> be out here among the people
1: that was a bold choice on your part And one that I neatly sidestepped by retreating into my shop, thankfully.
0: I find it easier to remember why I have done the things that I've done, and easier to have hope in the world when I can walk in it. Also, I find people who may be good at helping protect the world if it's about to end, or Tiamat's about to rise again, or one of the many other things that threaten to destroy worlds at all times.
1: Oh, Tiamat, don't get me started on Tiamat.
0: You've dealt with him bef- them before, I see.
1: On many occasions. There was this one time. I believe I was on a world where all of these gods from this place that I mentioned before, Eart,h had shown up. They had carved the world into several sections. And at this point... Tiamat showed up and was like, hey, by the way, I'm here too. Also, my cult's running around, and they're doing all this stuff here and there, running back and forth. And then suddenly, Tiamat comes popping out of this mountain, and she says, Roar, I'm a big five-headed dragon. Now, thankfully, there were a bunch of heroes around to save the day, yada yada, you know that story. But I was in the background going, what are you doing to the sales prices here? Potion prices are skyrocketing.
0: I can imagine. So imagine a smart salesperson knows how to best work all kinds of situations to so your advantage.
1: Advantage, sure, but you don't want to take advantage of people's displeasure and pain.
0: Good answer to that.
1: Well, unless there's plenty of coin involved.
0: <laughs> eh, not surprised by that answer either. Is your world still around?
1: Ugh. Oh, f- Honestly, I'm not even sure. The odds of finding out are pretty slim too, considering how. Well, how I originally started getting around.
0: And how was that?
1: Do you know what the item The Well of Many Worlds is?
0: Heard of it. I haven't yet to find it, but uh, something I definitely want to study.
1: You might find it particularly useful. It is a hole that you throw on the ground, and it creates a portal to another world. Unfortunately, it is a random world, and when you go through, you can't go back.
0: You used that to travel, but now have no way to return back to your world.
1: I used that to travel a lot, and now I have no way of getting back to a lot of worlds.
0: Eh, well, some worlds it's probably for the best.
1: <laughs> you are not wrong.
0: Do you have any family, though, that you left behind when you were forced to flee?
1: Oh, I. Uh, no. I. I did not exactly grow up in the best of circumstances. The slums of the royal city were a hard place to be raised, but I did learn many valuable lessons, I'm sure.
0: Including the lessons that got you to where you are today.
1: Oh, I'm sure. The value of a piece of gold, as random as that may seem on certain worlds. I learned how never to really trust that the hand behind someone's back might not be holding a knife. And I've learned that the power of somebody's word is the most powerful thing they possess.
0: Very, very true things.
1: I also learned that a gold-based economy literally does not make any sense, and yet it seems like every world has one.
0: Seriously. I find it completely baffling. Indeed. Also, it's rather annoying having all these worlds using different forms of different coins, equaling different amounts, and just headache. Like...
1: <laughs> I recommend investing in a good abacus.
0: Uh I have my own ways. Fair enough. Plus, I have this uncanny ability to tell when people are lying to me, so it's harder for people to cheat, cheat me.
1: Oh, is that right? <laughs> oh, um, hmm. Oh, hmm. Well, um, all right then. Uh, hmm. I. Yep.
0: <laughs> Don't worry. You won't be any trouble. I like you.
1: <laughs> oh, that is that is good. That is very good. <laughs> because it would be such a shame if you knew exactly how much of what I just said was a lie and what was true.
0: <laughs> I'm finding this conversation to be entertaining in the least and trying to kill time before whatever god I've pissed off decides to stop messing with my sense of direction. It's also why I'm leaning on this walk. It's really angry with me.
1: Be careful with that while it uh, might contain one or two cursed items. Just uh, don't don't touch the, the paw of the monkey, that would be very bad.
0: Eh, I've run into monkey's paws before. Thankfully, I know how to deal with it.
1: Oh, well, that one is also for sale for the low, low price of 500 gold. But you do not have any money. Yes, ah, dang.
0: So, what part of that story was untrue and which parts were true?
1: Well, <laughs> uh, uh,. Uh, They are all true to a certain extent, I am sure.
0: Fair, but only ask out of curiosity.
1: With one uh, with such an uncanny ability as your own, I am sure you would be able to tell. But uh, for me, it is about building mystique, building intrigue. People see me as this aloof shopkeeper who owns this strange, quasi-dimensional shop that just sort of appears out of nowhere. You want to create an air of mystery about these sorts of things.
0: True. I have created a great narrative mystery about myself. Most people don't know who I am, what I look like, what I can do, where I'm from. See,
1: see, right, exactly.
0: I would like to know more about these deals you struck to make this place what it is.
1: Ah, oh, uh, well, that is a story in and of itself. There was this one time I found myself on the plain of Oorth. Are you familiar with it?
0: Uh, I believe so. Wasn't there for very long, but I was. I've been there.
1: There is a great city there by the name of Greyhawk. I did not spend much time there, but it seemed interesting enough. I made my way south of there, though, to a place called the Dreadwood. It's a big, spooky woods, just like the name implies. While I was there, I met a... Well, I don't want to call her a hag, but she does call herself the Queen of Witches. She goes by the name of Nisneven.
0: I've I've run into her before.
1: Oh, well, uh... I did her a few favors, I pat her back, she pats mine, and we got to talking, I had had the cart at this point, mind you, and like I said, it was bigger on the inside, and she seemed to think that there was a way of increasing my shop size, of letting it grow at an exponential rate. It all had to deal with the power of deals.
0: Ah, interesting.
1: The more deals that are struck, the more gold that exchanges hands, the more information passes between my ears, the larger the shop becomes.
0: I've never thought of such magic. But I guess if you know how to craft it, it would be very beneficial and very powerful.
1: I have certainly found it as such.
0: imagine the sword has gotten quite large since.
1: Well, simply look around you. You see the vaulted ceilings off in the distance. You see the, the racks of goods stretching off into the distance. This place is a, a regular warehouse of arcana, a, a veritable discount superstore of the magic and the mystical.
0: And what made you decide to come into such a shop as this and continue growing it?
1: Well, at a certain point, you start to realize that... in hyper-magical shops such as this one sort of has a will of its own. I'm not exactly sure if I could leave, even if I wanted to.
0: I guess that makes sense. Magic does tend to have a mind of its own, and some people may describe that as fate.
1: I don't know about fate. All I know is for every deal I make, the store gets bigger and seems to get
0: happier, I
1: guess? And so long as the store is happy, I have a place to hide from all of those, uh, rather unfortunate deals I've made in my youth. What deals? Well, well there was the whole thing involving stealing the god, there was all the bits with Riza. It's not super important, but needless to say, there are still people out in the multiverse looking to get a, a good chunk of old Omatep's buttocks placed on their mantle wall.
0: What deal did you make with Risa?
1: Well, Riza, I'm sure she's fine. She's... The whole thing with Alexander, it, it did not... She's off doing her own thing, I'm sure. It, it is not something I like to talk about.
0: You worry about her.
1: Yes, of course. You see someone fall through a hole in the world being swallowed by some unknowable darkness, and you tend to worry, yeah.
0: Yes, that, that is rather the cause for concern. Hmm. Especially if it's someone you cared about.
1: Yeah, yes, I, I cared for her. This is true, of course. We'd done much adventuring together. It was hard not to form a connection, but it has been a long, long time. I'm sure it has been hundreds of years on some planes.
0: And you still have no idea what exactly happened?
1: Like I said, there was a hole in the world, and folks like you and I are used to leaping through holes such as that, but where hers spat out, I'm not so sure.
0: I have friends who know things and may be able to see what I can find about her.
1: I would appreciate any leads, I'm sure. Honestly, there's this strange hope I always have of just seeing her walk through that front door someday. The shop keeps moving, so who knows? Maybe one day we'll where she did.
0: Perhaps you shall. And do you think she will choose to travel with you? Or do you hope she will?
1: (laughs) After she kicks my ass, probably.
0: Fair enough. I have a feeling there are a few ass-kickings that you've earned. Not death-worthy, but...
1: You're not wrong. You're not wrong.
0: It comes with the territory. This is true. I must confess, I did know a bit more about your shop when I first thought on. I wasn't really, I didn't realize it was going to come through here, but it does help me to. Have a place to treat too, and have a place where I can help give people the supplies and things that they need. Well,
1: and there is thankfully a convenient ritual right here on this business card. Here we go, there's one and a couple copies to hand out to your friends. You simply enact this ritual no matter what plane you're on, and you can summon Duskohar Import and Export TM to your local plane today.
0: Good to know, I may take advantage of this.
1: (laughs) All it requires is a simple blood circle and a banana.
0: I'm assuming the banana has to deal with your partner over there.
1: Oh yes, Alexander is big on bananas.
0: What exactly was he the god of when you stole him? Uh,
1: you know, he didn't say at the time.
0: Just wondering, because he's staring at me in a way that I don't usually get stared at since I came in here.
1: Well, he is a bit of an expressive fellow. Alexander, stop.
0: Don't be rude,
1: come on. But, uh, he does alright. Uh, Honestly, I'm not even sure if Alexander is his real name. That's just what I started calling him. Uh, He was in a bit of a spot when we first found each other.
0: What kind of spot was that?
1: A spot deep under the earth where he was sealed in several dozen layers of security wards and chains.
0: So someone didn't like him very much.
1: (laughs) That's the impression I got. I think I mentioned the thing about the Pillars of Eternity.
0: Oh, true. That seems a bit extreme for the... God, who's refusing to give his name and is also assuming the appearance of a monkey.
1: No, I'm pretty sure the monkey is what he actually looks like. Maybe not that monkey, but a monkey nonetheless. He acts way too much like a monkey not to also be a monkey.
0: True, I feel like I may have run before, but I can't place it. It's probably why he's glaring at me.
1: Certainly possible. Alexander, seriously,
0: stop, come on. He looks more curious than anything, plus I've received worse. You should see what happens when I accidentally end up in a room with Strad.
1: <laughs> oh, I could tell you a story about that old vampire. I think I still have a pair of his underwear around here somewhere.
0: It was you who stole his underwear.
1: I did not steal anything. It was a friendly poker game, and he just happened to be out of chips.
0: That was you. He was, oh. I think I I was there around when that happened. I wasn't, like, in the castle. But I was there around when that happened. He was so furious. <laughs> I thank you for that. It distracted him enough to let me be able to kill him, at least temporarily. I think he came back. As it's he always temporarily
1: with him, yes.
0: Yes, he's a tricky one, but thankfully that Strahd's not as bad as some of the others.
1: It's true. Though, truth be told, I have run into him at a certain point. There is a world I have been to. It is called Anchorus. And in that world, the Strahd who's shown up there is a changed man. It is very odd. He's actually the mayor of a small town. It's doing quite well. Really? It's true, I know.
0: Huh. I guess there can be good Strads in the world.
1: Anything is possible.
0: That is true. I've definitely seen stranger things in my time. I do believe it's been long enough I should be able to leave without trouble. But here, take this. It- Looks like an ordinary sheet of paper, but it's good for sending messages. Hmm. Don't sell it to anyone, please.
1: Uh if I was to sell it to somebody, how much would you think it would be worth?
0: I say don't sell it for your own good, because it'll disappear from them after the day and reappear with you and they don't think you want to be accused of fraud like that.
1: Ah, oh, so yes. you <laughs> no. probably have worse. But if you ever <laughs> run into a
0: spot of trouble and need a hand, let me know feel like there's probably going to be more I can do here than I can in most places.
1: I will definitely keep you in mind. Thank you so much.
0: It has been a pleasure. I do believe your sword has just moved back to where it was before I got rudely ejected from what I was doing.
1: <laughs> probably.
0: The smart sword. Might have to come study the magic someday. If it'll mm. show me anything. The feeling is probably locked. But maybe I can learn something.
1: It's always possible, but just remember, whenever you find some spare coin, you are always welcome here at Duskwalker Import and Export TM.
0: I shall remember that. Until next time. It has been a pleasure meeting you, Obatep.
1: And you as well. Have fun with your bandits!
0: Tales of Adventure is directed and produced by me, Brianna Toiber, as part of Pseudonym Social, a creative podcast network. The music is with Patrick Chester of Chester Studios. To see more of his work, visit his website at chesterstudios.net. Find out more about Pseudonym Social by visiting our website at pseudonymsocial.wordpress.com. If you like what I'm doing and would like to support this podcast, please go to patreon.com slash pseudonymsocial and choose one of the tiers connected to Tales of Adventure. You can also leave a review on iTunes to make our show easier to find for those who need it.
1: Hello, Zero here, onboard AI of the SSS Destiny's Child, welcoming you to the We Suck at D&D Podcast.
0: Now watch out, the next part might shock you. Do
1: you like lasers? And explosions? And interdimensional travel through a world-eating boy?
0: Well, then this show might be for you. Hi, Kirk, uh, the DM here for We Suck at D&D podcast. If you want something a little out of the norm, come check us out. Uh, you can find us at we com. Come follow us and go beyond. <laughs>